I am Douglas Lim and I am a stingy fella. I don't, I don't even buy breakfast for Juanita. Douglas Lim and Juanita, the podcast. So I almost got scammed recently. Ooh, which one is it? Uh, is it a love scam? Uh, no, it was not a love scam. It was uh, someone calling from like the tax department in Malaysia. Uh-huh. They said they were like you know, LHDN. Okay. But then I had to like press a few buttons before getting to the actual call. What tipped you off? When the guy answered the phone and he spoke in Malay but with a Chinese accent. So he was like, uh, uh, hello. Uh, <laughs> you are... Uh, That's a bit racist. Why, why can't a Chinese guy work in LHDN? No way. Would a Chinese guy who cannot speak English or any other language or Malay. be talking in broken Malay be working at the tax department there's no way yeah, so I was like um, can you speak in English then he uh, 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 uh. and then he hung up on me so okay. I was like oh lucky I asked him to speak in English <laughs> you very very fast to, cl- to be clued into these scams uh. I am yeah. very slow you know because I almost got scammed right. once and it took so long for me to realise oh, really I, I'm suspicious of everyone la, that's oh I see <laughs> for me I think they were very smart because they played to my ego so I got this ah. call and they were like hey you know we are so and so whatever and we would like to include you in yeah. an encyclopedia called a hundred most influential Malaysians wow yeah so my head already so big I would have been excited as well yeah so I, well, I thought oh, you, I made it la, I'm hundred most influential I didn't know there were so many influential Malaysians <laughs> <laughs> And this is volume two. So I'm like, whoa, even, even more excited. And then they showed me some of uh, the examples of their entries. So they were like, Tunku Abdul Rahman. Like, Four. real icons lah, you yeah. know. Uh, and then there was also the, the Datuk Mahathir Mohammed, mm. uh, DJ Dave. So, uh, okay. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, DJ Dave. <laughs> okay, uh, an assortment of characters. So anyway, I'm like, okay, uh, this sounds good. Uh, what do I need to do, you know? And they were like, no, just uh, we can do an interview online. Yeah through okay. Zoom so we selected a date he conducted the interview right. he was basically asking a lot of questions about me my career and I enjoy talking about myself right. uh, I'm sure you've realised that by <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds really legit it did so I, I, I talk about myself and all that I've achieved in my wonderful life about two hours right Wow <laughs> <laughs> He writes everything down Everything And then he goes like Okay uh, this would be A really good entry In our encyclopedia mm-hmm. uh, And so I said Oh so where is this Encyclopedia going to be Is it online He said oh no no It's an actual encyclopedia mm-hmm. That's going to be kept In the Royal Library In London Right So for I don't know Maybe businessmen Who want to check up On the 100 most Influential <laughs> Malaysians Before they come and invest Whatever Then he said Would you like a copy uh-huh. I was like, would I like a copy, huh? Because, yeah, because this encyclopedia is not for sale, but for people who have uh, been included in the encyclopedia, we can make a special concession. You can buy it oh. for 4,000 ringgit. Wow. I was like, you want me to pay you 4,000 bucks to read about what I just told you? Is it because what, what are you going to write about me? That's Some a- secret like that I didn't tell you. You interviewed me for two hours. I told you this. Now you want me to pay to read back what I just told you. So I'm like, no lah. I wouldn't like to buy it for 4,000. Then I think he could sense I was a bit annoyed. And yeah. he said, oh, but would you like a certificate <laughs> to prove that you are in this encyclopedia? Oh, no. Oh, the guy doesn't give up. And I said, okay, uh, uh, the certificate is how much? Because oh, certificate is only 800 ringgit. Oh, I said, okay, no. listen here. Okay, this is clearly a scam. Right, I'm. I should not be asked to pay 
to read about myself. <laughs> you know, you are a scam. I'm informing my management. I'm gonna, you know, call uh, make a police report against you. Yeah. And he was like, "Hey, no, sir, we are legit. Okay, you don't do this to us. You know, you don't know who we are." I was like, "Hey, you don't know who I am. All right, I am Douglas Lim, <laughs> and I am a stingy fella. I don't, I don't even buy breakfast for Wanita. You think I'm gonna pay four thousand bucks to read about myself, a pora? This is true. Fly FM. So yesterday we talked about Douglas's advertisement being used in Myanmar. Different actors all together. Yeah, but different re- language. But recreated almost shot for shot. Like yeah. it was my script. It was my direction. My storyboard. It was just you know different uh, actors in a different language. Yeah, but then now apparently another one of your videos <laughs> is reproduced in Indonesia. Full power, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> see, so this one was when I started doing uh, you know more videos on social media. I yeah. had this uh, dumb video yeah. about a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> a DJ yeah. who gets a call from someone asking to play a song called Do It Talak Gay. Right. And so the DJ is like, ah, there's no such song. And then the guy pesters him. Eventually, uh, the guy plays the song uh, Dance Monkey. Dance Monkey has a part which sounds like Do It Talak Gay. And even now I do it talak gay. That part. <laughs> yeah. So then DJ goes like, oh, I guess there is that song. The entire clip, yeah. uh, which went kind of mini viral in Malaysia, was mm. taken by some Indonesian people <laughs> and reproduced. So... They made an animation. Yeah. So it was a cartoon lah, like cartoon, a cartoon DJ, a cartoon color, and everything. Yeah. And the whole thing was done in Indonesian. Yeah. And that video got more views than mine. <laughs> but your video got like more than five hundred thousand views. Yeah, there's so many people in Indonesia. Their, their population <laughs> is so huge, right? But wow. What was nice was that some Malaysians went on the uh, channel yeah. and uh, commented that you know, hey, this guy is not Indonesian. You know, the Aww. original creator is Malaysian. It was very nice. Uh, some of the comments were I like, uh, "Salam dari Malaysia." Yeah. Uh, like they're very polite. There was no like hate stuff. It's right. very polite saying that uh, for those of you who don't know yeah. this, uh, the original creator is Malaysian uh-huh. you can check out his uh, YouTube channel here it oh, was very cool. nice but the sweetest comment that melted my heart came from this guy called Timothy uh-huh. and his was like hi I'm Timothy I can verify that the original creator is Malaysian uh-huh. his name is Douglas Lim and you can trust me because I'm from Singapore <laughs> And that's like your highest honour, right? When someone from Singapore compliments you. Just remember, acknowledges because Singaporeans usually will steal, right? They will just claim, no, he's Singaporean. Douglas is Singaporean. But this guy said, no, he's Malaysian. So, hey, Singapore, thank you so much for the support. Thank you for the love. I'll still make jokes about you, huh? Fly FM. So, I don't know if I should be proud of this, but every time I hear one MDB, my brain just completely turns off. My ears tune out. I'm like, okay, I don't need to retain this kind of information. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on, but apparently there was a story with One MDB. Well, no, recently uh, it got in the headlines again yeah. because uh, the prosecutor Sri Ram <laughs> he made an insult lah. He was saying that One MDB was run like a Petaling Street Chinese coffee shop or Kopitiam or something like that, like <laughs> implying that it was a big company but run like some cowboy coffee shop, no rules, you know, uh, style. Right. Um. But here's the problem though To a lot of people 1MDB is An incredible mystery Like to you You don't really understand What's going on Yeah Uh, You've heard a lot about it Yeah I actually am so interested In 1MDB And even until today I don't understand What's going on (laughs) Are you serious? It's so complicated Okay this for example uh, I will throw up some names uh, Uh And then you You tell me whether It is linked to 1MDB Or not lah Based on what you Generally know of 1MDB lah Okay so Okay uh, okay, 1MDB Okay Jolo Right Okay uh, Okay. Um, How about this one Um, Goldman Sachs 
Yes. Okay. How about this one? Petro Saudi. No. Yes. So a lot of people are involved. So say nobody knows what's going on. Right. And this trial has been going on for quite a long while now. And right. I know we are hearing some secrets. Then they are mainly being debunked. Some A, a says this, B says this. Right. You know, people are returning money to us. We are returning money to other people. That's kind of the point, though, right? With with money embezzlement is that you open up so many branches and have so many parties involved or whatever that it's so confusing. Yeah, that's how to do money laundering properly, lah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like if you do it badly, then people can find out straight away, right? <laughs> you do it complicatedly, oh, wow, then it's more it's more difficult to detect, lah. But I think this headline is going to make a lot of people very angry because it's clearly an insult. You said to say that one MDB was run like a Chinese coffee shop is an incredible insult to Chinese coffee shops. Because <laughs> <laughs> Chinese coffee shops are great. Yeah, they run very, very well. I, in fact, one of my best friends runs a really successful Chinese coffee shop. Right. Can we can we talk to him? Mer- can. Really? No, no, call him. He'd be, he'd be happy. I'm sure he's very angry about this. All well. this to prove a point. Fly FM. So 1MDB is in the news again because uh, the prosecutor Sri Ram said that 1MDB is run like a Chinese coffee shop. Completely <laughs> insulting Chinese coffee shops. And we're not having it. Douglas and I are like, what? Chinese coffee shops are run quite well. Yes, and my friend owns one and so we're going to talk to him now. <laughs> yes, that's called Merv, was it? Yeah. Hi, hey, Mervin, Douglas Lima. Hey, morning. <laughs> I'm here with Juanita. Hello. Hi, Juanita. Okay, hope we're not disturbing you uh, so early. But Merv, you heard uh, what happened or not? <laughs> this 1MDB thing is back in the news. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess as much you would have heard because there was a yeah. bit of an insult la, that went on. It said, like, oh, 1MDB was being handled like a Chinese copy tiam. You, Mervin, you've been doing for how long already? Uh? Uh, 18 years but who's counting like, no? <laughs> <laughs> we are now okay. it's huge yeah your your coffee shop uh, okay like, it's been around like, uh, legacy business so I'm <laughs> part of legacy yeah. apparently I have seen you work I've been in Yutki when it's super busy there are people waiting outside it's like zombie apocalypse like trying to get in <laughs> right and I've seen you and your workers there in this Chinese Kopitiam mm. it is not run badly dude it is run extremely efficiently in their systems uh, can you talk us through some of these things uh, well, um, well, since it's pretty much organized chaos, uh, well, like she, Wanita mentioned, yes, it does help that uh, what I studied, mm-hmm. basically, is computer engineering. So there's always a process flow. There's always got to be controls and checks and whatnot. Um, so what happens is I'll stand up. I start with basically having a queue for whoever comes in. Okay. So we go by first come, first seated. Lah. Mm-hmm. And policy is like uh, we don't see incomplete parties. Lah, no? right. So, I mean, because with a small place like this and the fact that we've, our table turnaround time is around 25 to 30 minutes per, per seat. Yeah, yeah, wait, so wait, can I, wait sorry, wait, can I jump in here? Yutki yeah. is a place, right, where you go in, you uh-huh. eat, you don't sit around and chit-chat uh, because yeah. there's, there's a throng of people outside. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. your stuff, get up, pay and leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to say that, but thanks, Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't know that there's a back end that's happening and what always amazes me is this, right, that after we finish eating, when we show up at the counter you kind of already have our bill prepared like how did you know we were going to show up at that time were you spying on us did you calculate how much time we eat on on average or what basically one eye sees all lah. so I'm more like Sauron but in a nicer way <laughs> uh, so I see customers I can read body languages okay is she getting up is he going to reach for the wallet is she going to nowadays you know put on the mask okay that's a dead giveaway I try to minimize having bottlenecks uh, yeah, the right. payment cashier area because 
I also take phone calls for orders. I also have to punch in orders for takeaways and delivery orders. So not bad. Like, like kind of Paul the octopus, but less recognition. Lah. Final question, <laughs> Mervin. Is it possible because you are the owner of a Chinese kopitiam? Is it possible mm-hmm. for people to put money in your account without you knowing about it? I would love that, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I would love that. Unlikely. La, no. I mean, it's not like it's raining yaks left, right, center, la, but yeah. Thank you very much, Marvin, for clearing this up, man. Appreciate you talking Thank to me. Thank you. Most welcome, guys. Fly FM. So we're talking about Squid Game. <laughs> Super famous red light, green light song. Now, Huang Dong-hyuk, I hope I said that right, who is the director and creator um, of Squid Game, just confirmed season two is in the works. Wow, can I audition? Uh, yes, you actually might be able to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, like, it'll be very embarrassing if I tell him I actually haven't watched season one yet. Uh, that's the thing. So, Douglas hasn't watched Squid Game uh, season one, but he's been navigating all these conversations around it like a pro. Um, how? Yeah, so I just use some uh, random phrases, some hacks. La. So, I know a lot of people, because <laughs> I, I follow social media, right? A lot of people who are watching Squid Game, so I think it's the number one show on Netflix. Right. And it's very popular, well acted, good stuff, very good. I have no problems with that. However, I also see a lot of people huh. who will, uh, will tweet stuff like, am I the only one who hasn't watched Squid Game and they're feeling a bit left out Yeah. so I developed this thing wow. it will work 100% basically you can join in your friends when they talk about how exciting it is plot twist and sebagainya you can uh. join in even though you haven't watched a single episode <laughs> okay okay I'm quite okay. keen to hear this so here are my five uh, phrases yeah. that's guaranteed to work in any Squid Game conversation regardless of your level of knowledge okay. alright so the first one is quite generic wah so kanjong man <laughs> yeah, or, or in any other language you know, eh, eh, mendebarkan betul-betul mendebarkan you know or something like <laughs> that's true because the whole season is like kanjong yeah it's cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger that's Correct. what I've read mm-hmm. so that so kanjong man is a very good opener mm-hmm. um this next one also is quite generic. Yeah. Uh, but you must say it with like a disgusted face. You must go like, the games they invented were just so sick lah. Because <laughs> that's true of all the games, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. So you can just say that. The games they invented are so sick lah. Uh, then the next one is a bit more specialized. You must kind of know if your friends have seen maybe episode 3, episode 4, episode 5. They must kind of be like in the middle of the series already. Yeah. So when they're chatting, right? Then you go there, you just drop this line. The Sung Woo and Ali pairing. What the hell? Your <laughs> <laughs> friends will be like, oh, you know about this? I said, yeah, of course, man. <laughs> like, this next one is when they're further on into the series. Yeah. Uh, this line is, when the girl purposely lost, I cried lah. <laughs> wow. Right, right? Wow. <laughs> and then the final one is this, the policeman and the brother, are you serious? <laughs> you see, with these five phrases, I can pretend like I know Squid Game. Okay, but what if people ask you questions like, you know, when the old man pressed the green button and chose to stay in the game, you were so disappointed, right? Just answer confidently. When it happened, uh, of course I was disappointed lah. But then he didn't press the green button, he pressed the red button, you liar. <laughs> You're not supposed to poke holes into this system, Manita. <laughs> Fly FM. So a particular chairman from a particular party. Why why you still, why being particularly <laughs> safe, Manita? It came out in the papers, you can say it. <laughs> okay, you say it. I don't know what to say. <laughs> we can or cannot say. Oh no, well, uh, I said uh, this politician was doing a speech mm-hmm. uh, to rile up some 
support for his party right. in the upcoming Malacca elections and mm-hmm. he said support original blue people of Malacca not counterfeit blue <laughs> and that made our head spin a little bit because while it's a nice sound bite what does it mean? <laughs> yeah, we don't know what on earth counterfeit blue is so we decided to do a survey okay went around asked people what on earth is counterfeit blue? Lagu good. Counterfeit is fake lah. Like fake ocean? It's like but counterfeit fake blue? Fake colour of blue? I think warring get not good. Mm, I think counter one be good. To counter, counterfeit blue. <laughs> not counter. Uh avatar good. Mm mungkin smooth? <laughs> Avatar mungkin smell. <laughs> no, no, my favorite was like uh, ka- uh, counter biru. Itu <laughs> counter blue, counterfeit blue. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess yeah, the results are we still don't know what counterfeit blue is. You know why? Because there's no such color. It, we, <laughs> counterfeit is only used for things that are cheap. Cetak rompak For example You've got a very nice Designer handbag And yeah. this is a Similar looking one But it's counterfeit Yeah So like remember last time I don't know if you remember this There was this DVD That was going on And you could buy You had to buy the don't, yeah. Buy the gold disc and not Original the, And not the purple uh, disc DVD DVD So that's counterfeit What he's trying to say here is Support dark blue Not light blue okay. That's the message It's two different colours I cannot just be straight Itulah, don't like call it counterfeit blue. For huh. example, a rectangle is a rectangle. It's not a counterfeit square. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, all this talk about colours, you should support this colour, don't support the other colour. Do you realise that when you go and vote, yeah. all the forms are in black and white? <laughs> <laughs> Fly FM. So, Douglas is mad at social media. <sighs> <laughs> I'm mad at Sockmet. Sock on earth is I've never heard anybody say sock mat before. A lot of people say sock mat. And many people post up irritating inspirational quotes that don't make sense. You know, have you had this happen to you, Awanita? <laughs> I think I'm one of those people who really love inspirational quotes. I've all bored on Pinterest with inspirational quotes. Why? You, okay, okay, sh- name me one. <laughs> Only dead fish go with the flow. Oh, and you think that's very profound. <laughs> <laughs> Just something to say When people say Go with the flow babe Go with the flow I'll be like Yeah only dead fish do Well uh, Also a live fish Who <laughs> happen to want to go that way They also go with the flow Not every fish has to be A salmon swimming Against the current like I'm saying But so Inspirational quotes like that Sometimes irritate me Because I don't think They have any merit Or they haven't thought things through However I saw one That really intrigued me It was like If your neighbour is poor yeah. Ask him for some salt Oh, like, eh, why? Apurni, right? What is this about? Then I found out the lesson is actually quite simple. Basically, it's this. If your neighbor is poor, that means maybe he wants to ask you for favors. He needs uh, you to maybe lend him stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So in order to make it more comfortable, you also go over and just ask him for very simple things. Uh. Ask to maybe give me some salt, uh, oh. some sugar. Maybe can you give me one tea bag, you know? Aww. Just so that it makes it more comfortable for him when he has to ask you for things later in life. That is so sweet. So nice. Yep. So, Douglas, can I ask you to buy us breakfast today? Uh, have I asked you for some salt? No, right? Fly <laughs> FM. So, two things I'm super excited about today. Mm-hmm. One day to the weekend. Oh, yeah, Woo-hoo! yeah, 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 yeah. And 11-11. 
Cause shopping. Oh, sh- I I thought you were celebrating Singles Day. I'm like, why are you so excited? You're not single anymore. <laughs> hey, okay, that's debatable, you know, because when I fill up a form, I still fill up single. Yes, but you are in a relationship, yes, correct, so correct, you correct. are romantically not single, lah. Okay, but okay. apart from eleven eleven being a shopping date and also uh-huh. a singles uh, date, do you know what else eleven eleven is? What? A lot of people's password. <laughs> All these lazy people One one no. one No <laughs> That's the worst password Please don't Okay so Because it's 11-11 yeah. I heard That you actually have A lot of stuff in your cart <laughs> You heard from whom? I heard from uh, Your your friend lah You know Who is apparently Upset with you now Because you think you're single So anyway <laughs> pass- <laughs> Can you pass me your phone? This is just going to be Very friendly I'm just going to go through Some of the stuff in your cart Legit? Yeah, yeah, and we're going to just talk about it lah Because, you know, it's fun But I feel naked <laughs> Like, are you going through my journal or something If you're going through my shopping cart This feels weird I'm going through your shopping cart Why would you feel yeah. naked? Do you put all your clothes in your shopping cart? No, isn't it? No, right. but if it does feel weird Okay, now my name Okay, terbalik lah on the phone Okay Oh, alright uh, You bought a tent <laughs> For six to eight people, it has like this rainproof cover on it. It has a foyer, so it has a like a place where you stay, like a changing area. Uh, Juanita, you it's realize great. you realize that the moratorium is still ongoing. Oh, are you being kicked out of your house or what? <laughs> no, I like to go camping sometimes. Oh, okay, with a big group, huh? you go camping with no, a huge no, group. I, I like my space. <laughs> <laughs> you are one person, and you bought a tent for ten people. <laughs> After got other animals come and join you in the tent, then you know. Oh. All right, uh, this one, uh, the f- fake plants. Uh, these are fake plants. Uh. <laughs> like what is this? Uh, Poco viral, but it's fake. Uh. It's fake plants. Why you want to buy fake plants? Because sometimes I cannot keep all my plants nice and green, and like in the videos, fake plants look better. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense because some people don't have a green thumb. Yeah. Like I couldn't even grow tauge. <laughs> really bad <laughs> Like died. the science uh, What is that experiment In school <laughs> yeah, is it Grow in a sponge on my yeah, own yeah, diet yeah. Uh, I use the sponge <laughs> now To wash car Okay So uh, fake So fake plants Fake nails Uh huh Why why, why why so many fake things <laughs> Is there anything about you That's real Wanita Is that even your real name Is, is your real name Like Jocelyn or something No it's not Everything else is real Okay good 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 to know that Everything else is real here Magnetic lashes yeah. You liar You just said Everything else is real <laughs> No I'm not wearing them now But magnetic lashes Are awesome You put the eyeliner on mm-hmm. And then the eyelashes The fake lashes Just stick on the magnet eyeliner oh. It's so easy So you don't have to use gum yeah, you don't have to use glue anymore. All right, just have to be careful. Don't walk too near a freak. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, now I want to try. <laughs> don't don't do it. You might, you might get hurt when you slam into a fridge. Okay, uh, this one. What is this? Coco and Evie. Coco and Eve hair mask Is it? Hair mask, conditioner hair ma- and shampoo Hair mask? I just, yeah So I saw these ads All over Instagram Where like these girls with curls Like really nice curls They use the Coco and Eve hair mask And I'm like I'm so curious to find out If it actually works Because I have natural curly hair Right, Naturally right. curly hair So yeah That's why okay, I Okay, for the guys listening Lucky Juanita explained a bit Because initially I also was a bit confused For the guys listening Who don't understand Hair mask is uh, a lotion-like thing, right? Yes. It's yes, not a mask right. for the hair. Uh. It's, not, it's not like the COVID mask. <laughs> a lot of people were like, why is she buying mask for the hair? Mana boleh about COVID? Next, we'll buy what? Hair shield or so, is it? <laughs> okay, okay, wait. What's in your shopping cart? 
I you can you can check. Nah. Where is your? Sh- <laughs> you don't have any. I don't have. I don't. I don't buy online stuff. What? Yeah, I don't have. No, no. Sorry, I do. I have a uh, food panda. <laughs> Because they sponsor the show, I, nice I use food panda all the time. But kisser. Fly <laughs> FM. So it is 11:11 today, which means a lot of people are shopping. Douglas went through my shopping cart earlier. He didn't find anything interesting. A tent and a lot of. Fake things <laughs> Don't ask why But we're asking you What are some Questionable things You found In your friend's Or partner's Shopping cart Joe Hi Oh I found a few things You know He had a dog collar Okay And a dog chain okay. And then he Spiky spiky collar But it was so weird Because like, we don't Actually have a dog Oh yeah. Um So you Okay wait uh, Okay, Can I take a wild guess here uh, Your mind went to Certain places Where you, you thought Maybe he indulges In some weird behaviour Am I right? Yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> Yeah This is I, I, I blame TV shows You know I blame like Fifty Shades of Grey And shows like this That poison our pure minds You know Joe <laughs> Definitely man So weird. What happened? Did you confront uh, your husband about this, this like this dodgy stuff in his shopping cart? Yeah, I found out about it, and then guess what? After that, I found out he actually surprised me with a puppy. Ah, uh, uh, I'm yeah. so glad this story turned out this way. <laughs> so silly of me, also. I should have thought about it. <laughs> But how is the is the is the puppy now? All right, you guys are happy taking care of it. Yeah, her name is Evie. So cute, two months old. Ah, uh, that's nice. I, I can. Imagine a small puppy dog with a spiky collar. Like what a what a badass dog. That part was a bit weird, but okay lah. I can handle it now. Good. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Alright, thank you <laughs> Lucky it had a happy ending You know, Wanita Yeah Because I was feeling a bit worried When she started talking about the stuff Because my mind went gutter straight away <laughs> <laughs> However yeah. Can you imagine the amount of trouble He would have gotten If he had also bought a muzzle uh, What? Because she would have found the muzzle And said like Oh, oh, he think I talk a lot Is it? Want to shut me up Is uh. it? He think all women talk so much Is it? Which is not true Okay, women You talk just enough <laughs> Why? FM. So borders are open now between Malaysia and Singapore for fully vaccinated individuals. Leonard. Hello. Hi, Leonard. So uh, you are from Singapore. Which part of Singapore, by the way? I'm uh, around the Bukit Timah area. <laughs> Bukit Timah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's a Malaysian joke. Sorry. <laughs> Do you hear oh. about the the whole Timah issue here in Malaysia? I, I heard something like that, But to me, it's, it's called home. It's called home. It's home to me. What, uh, what do you do in Singapore, bro? Oh, I I do uh, IT securities. Okay, okay. Uh, and has it been a tough time during the pandemic, like uh, to be working from home and stuff like that? Yeah, you know, because all the the, the houses and apartments in Singapore all very small, so it's a small room. It's smaller than my office. There's nothing mm. to do. I can't go out. So very stressful, ah. And so, what do you think about borders finally opening, uh, that you can leave Singapore and come to Malaysia? <laughs> actually, uh, I was I was so happy to hear this because I can actually get. Out of this island My house is small This island is small Full tank of gas I can already go Around the island At least I get to go out <laughs> Yeah Smell Smell different air You know So I'm I'm quite happy with it lah Yeah What are you gonna What are you gonna do When you come to Malaysia Oh so I got some friends Up in Malacca So I can go and eat Some uh, nice food there okay. Then I'll probably Head to KL nice. You know Visit some friends And then At the end I 
I'm going up to Penang because oh. uh, my family is originally from there, so I'm going. I want to go and see, you know, just go and sit by the sea and smell the Penang air. Nice. My family from Penang also. Hope you have a wonderful trip, ah, uh, and hope, uh, hope you you stay safe and well, and you get to uh, recover lah from the trauma that you have in Singapore. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. <laughs> you want it, ah? What? <laughs> Guy. You can't see You can't see the whole confusion In, in what he said uh. No He wants to leave Singapore uh-huh. That is a small Like prison island Yeah And end up where? Penang A smaller <laughs> prison island <laughs> Fly FM So people go to restaurants For good service But there are people That intentionally go to restaurants For bad service For example This one Called At the Bevics <laughs> You're like 35. The kids' menu is eight and under. You should have something on the adult menu. Fine. You want to cheap out? That's cool. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Your lemonade is going to be this big because you're ordering off the kids' menu and I'm not refilling it for you. Dad, what do you want? Chocolate water. And toilet water for you. Anything for the little one? No, she's going to eat scraps. Great. All right. Pass all the grown-up menus down. What? Spaghetti. Do I have spaghetti? Did you see it anywhere in the menu? I didn't even look. Yeah, that's because we don't have it, okay? You're at a place that gives out paper hats. You want spaghetti? Go to an Italian restaurant, okay? I think I'd have so much fun working at that restaurant. I would have fun going. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely, I think you know, working there for people like us, oh, yeah, I mean, we bring out all our aggression and just like go 100% on every customer and they just sit there and take it and laugh. Yeah. But this concept is not new, you know, Anita. I really? remember this being around in mm-hmm. the 80s. There was this restaurant in London called Wong K. Right. Legendary restaurant is situated in Chinatown, London, and the story is apparently it was started by triad members. Uh-huh. So all these like wow. uh, Chinese gangsters, and then they would like launder money through this restaurant called Wonky. But all the waiters there are actually part-time gangsters. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're they're like loan sharks. They're proper like violent people. So when but, you go there, you're legit scared. Yeah, also. you're scared, <laughs> and the service is very rude. But then eventually it evolved to like a themed restaurant. So okay. they had like uh, not real gangsters. Anymore, they have uh-huh. people pretending to be very rude staff. Right. So when I finally visited Wong K, when I went to study in the UK, this was about in what ninety nine two thousand. Uh huh. Right. Um, I went there in a group. Do you know what they make you do to show you how rude they are? What? <laughs> First of all, you're not allowed to make a reservation. Number two, you can't even sit with your friends. What? Yeah, you show up in a group of three, right? You'll be like, how many? In a group of three. Okay, you two sit here. You upstairs. Like, <laughs> Are you, you serious? You get split up for no reason and you're like, uh, yeah, but I'm with them. And you're like, so? <laughs> you just laugh And you go in And you sit down right And when you order So it's very hard They don't give you a menu So you're sitting down there You go like uh, Can I have uh, fried me And the guy be like No me <laughs> Okay uh, Fried me hoon No me hoon Rice Fried rice Oh no like, Okay I have a, I have one fried rice Okay two fried rice Like no no Just one fried rice Like you so fat One way enough <laughs> It was just like Constant Badging like this And even at the end right After yeah. you've had your fun mm-hmm. And you want to leave a tip for them Because of their wonderful performance yeah. You leave a tip And you walk off right The guy The guy will be like Hey Hey 
Why you left your money here? Your change ah? Then you're like, no, no, sir. That's my tip for you. What tip? Your face so stingy. Where you got gift tip? And it was just like this the entire time. I had so much fun. I went back three years later. Uh-huh. I went in and they had changed the staff. It was a new staff, mm-hmm. but just as rude. And here's the kicker. 50% of them, Malaysian. <laughs> we found our true calling in life. Working at a rude restaurant. This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.